make sure that you have your ducks in a row because it is very disheartening to have the sheriff walk in one day and with somebody from the city office and they take all your cash out of your cash drawer. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast, inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers, and help tell their origin stories. I think it's fascinating to hear how and why people started their business, and it also helps us to all get to know our neighbors a little bit better. So today, I would like to welcome a couple who has been feeding us soul food since 1995. Welcome Lloyd and Loretta Westbrook of Grandpa's Southern Barbecue. Thank you, ma'am. Well, thank you, Renee. Thank you for having us. We are thank so you. glad to have you guys on the show. <laughs> it is such a privilege to be able to talk to you, especially during this time. Um, this is being recorded on April 21st, I think is today. Right. Um, and we are in the middle of our stay home orders mm -hmm. and we know how this is hitting restaurants and other businesses so I'm very interested to hear your story and how you guys are navigating all of that but Lloyd let's start out with telling the listeners a little bit about your restaurant where are you located how long have you been in business when can they come and see you what are your business hours just tell us a little bit about that okay we are located in the Motel West complex at 1540 West Broadway here in Idaho Falls and we've been around for since 95, but we started in the little town of Arco, which is 70 miles west, and we moved into Idaho Falls in 2002. And uh, of course, we've had a, a couple of three locations. <laughs> in, uh, in Idaho Falls. In, in Idaho Falls, mm -hmm. yeah, but this is, this is long term now. Yeah. We are in our final location for. Yeah. This is great. For a while. When do you, um, what are your hours of operation? Hours of operation are 11 until 7 p.m., Wednesday through Saturday. Okay. Okay. And, and presently we are able to do uh, takeout. We will do some delivery uh, for businesses, uh, particularly businesses. Um, but other than that, people are able to walk in and take their food Get out. Get their stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, you said that you were in Arco. Tell me about starting in Arco. What took you to Arco, Idaho? I was a bus driver for the INL for, oh, for many years, and uh, that was my first assignment was Arco, and no other driver wanted to be out there, so I chose to live out there for 14 years. Yeah, that's great. 14 years, served on city council for a couple of terms. Loretta served city council. We did... Uh, uh, Lions Club uh, presidency, we did uh, Chamber of Commerce president for Loretta, and we helped restore the, uh, there's a ski hill out at Blizzard Mountains called Blizzard Mountain out at Craters of the Moon. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we restored that one season. Wow. So, yeah. How fun. Yeah, was, so Arco was a good place for you guys. Arco was a scary place to start a, a southern barbecue. Yeah, tell me I about mean, that. Yeah, I, I, it, it took me two years to remodel the little house that we had bought. The little house there on West Grand Avenue. Uh, two years. I was so reluctant. And so I, I had to talk to the Lord and say, why now? Why here? Population 1,016 according to the 19... 90 census. I said, not a real... Yeah, this is really yeah. what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, Were right. you still driving bus at the time and doing the restaurant? Well, I was driving bus at the time. I started to remodel the little building. And in 95, there was a cutback at the site, a, a downsizing, and I took the, I took the out. And because you were thinking about doing the restaurant? Well, because I was thinking that I might be forced to drive. We were buying a home in, in, in Arco, and I, because of the way the, the uh, scheduling worked, uh, I, was, I might have been forced, because of the cutback, to drive out of Pocatello, Idaho Falls, because we had drivers, two drivers that had homes and families in Idaho Falls, yeah. yet they had to live in Mackey, rent an apartment, live in Mackey through the week, and then come home on the weekend. Wow. So I didn't want to be trapped in this situation, so right. I just opted out. 
You um, said I, it's fine. I'm yes, out. I'm out because <laughs> this was uh, on the horizon. Okay. So you and talked about you talked about the Lord. Like, did you feel like you were led to start this restaurant? Absolutely. Yeah. I do because uh, it was the building that I initially wanted was not available, uh, and the little uh, the little house the way it was situated. You couldn't see it. You, you only had a moment because it sat back. You only had a moment to see it as you passed by. <laughs> and so what was going to make you successful, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, it, was the per it turned out it was the perfect place. But wow. just, uh, you know, trying to uh, visualize it and the way it was hidden, it, it was not going to work. Yeah, just not yeah, going to work. Yeah. And so, uh, but anyway... God did what he was doing, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know. And so here's what happened, Renee. Uh, we finally opened in 95. Um, and when did the, uh, we struggle along. And in well, you were not, probably the most popular place in Arco. Not necessarily. You and Pickles. No. You, pickles, Pickles for sure. Yeah. For, for uh, travelers. Oh, yeah. Tourists. We, we became. Yeah, you were a stop. Yeah, we we became a destination. Oh, that's stop, so great. You know, and a lot of people, you know, they said, "Oh, we were headed to the craters of the moon," or "I'm headed somewhere," you know. But we read about you in in different magazines and travelers' Because people were guide. talking about you. Yes, ma'am. Well, yes, ma'am. So good. Well, yeah. it would probably be a little odd to find great southern food in Arco, in Arco Idaho. Yes. Right. Yeah, yes. you would be yeah. an anomaly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. And, and the uh, 75th, during the 75th celebration of the craters, no, of 75th anniversary celebration of the the uh, Astronaut. astronauts training at the Craters of oh, the Moon yeah, yeah. in 64. They came back for a 75th anniversary celebration. And there was a photographer and a reporter that came from the Boise Statesman to cover that event. They ended up covering Grandpa's barbecue. And we did, suddenly we had a flurry of people from the Boise area. Because did they, uh, they came in and they ate and they were like, yeah. this is the best place. Yeah. Oh, that's so oh, fun. Oh, absolutely. And then we had people that would drive from Boise to Arco. 90, 196 miles one way just for barbecue. Isn't it was that crazy. great? Yeah. And, and eventually we started doing, uh, we were getting requests from the Sun Valley area to do uh, wedding rehearsal dinners because barbecue is the To do catering. And to do yeah. catering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it was just phenomenal things happening. Were you, you know? surprised? Were you like, how totally. did this take off like yeah. this? Girl, <laughs> we would pinch each other. We would pinch ourselves. Is this really happening? Yeah. You know? Isn't that fantastic? And, and uh, we had the governor came. The governor even came. And then, uh, uh, um, what's Lawrence Walden? He's the, he's the uh, state attorney general. He and his crew stopped in one day, passing through. You know, it was just phenomenal. How fun for you it guys. Was. So it sounds like things were going really well for you in Arco. What happened yeah. to bring you to Idaho Falls? Okay, in 2002, July 2002, 22,000 acres burned out on the desert, okay? The dust storms that followed the next two years and following would close the road from Idaho Falls to Black Arco, from Blackfoot to Arco, the uh, north end, Mud Lake Highway were closed, and it just devastated Arco because, uh. now, as example, if, if we were in Idaho Falls and a dust storm kicked up, they closed the road, we'd have to travel to Pocatello, Twin Falls, and then up to Arco. Wow. Three, from 70 miles to over, roughly 300 miles. Oh my goodness, okay. oh my so, goodness. So at one point, it looks like half, at least half the homes in Arco had for sale signs and whatever because people were escaping, uh, you know, evacuating, wow. uh, you know, following that situation. So we too depleted all our resources and finally in 2002, but God had a plan because two years earlier he had a couple walked into our, uh, the restaurant in Arco and said, when you are ready to come to Idaho Falls, we have a place for you. Two years wow. prior wow. 
I mean, you're like, I'm not interested. Oh, I guess yeah. you were interested. <laughs> yes. You know? So, Renee, it's been, it's been a God thing. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. Well, we're happy to have you in Idaho Falls. It's a little closer for us Idaho Falls people to drive now and <laughs> have to go to Arco to see you. You talk about, you say that you offer, offer Southern hospitality. So what exactly is that for somebody who's definitely not a Southerner? Explain that mm -hmm. to me. Southern hospitality, from my perspective, is uh, the, the, the love and the friendship and the courteous service that you offer along. It's a part of the meal, okay? It's a part of the meal. Yeah. yeah, how do you do that now? Because you don't, you don't have your dining room open. How do you give that Southern hospitality? You know, it, the Southern hospitality happens, it, it starts when you're cooking the food, because, you know, you, you're cooking with love, you know, and when you're cooking, you're thinking, you know, oh, how good this is going to taste. And, and I want everybody to, I want everybody to enjoy this. I, I want them to, to, to feel what we're putting into it. And then when they walk through the door, so it, it starts from the very beginning, but when people walk through the door, mm. hey. Yeah, the way you, you know, treat them. Mm. Yeah, mm. and you know, and, and so a lot of people, you know, you come in and, you know, I think I know everybody. And, <laughs> of course. You know, and, and they come in. <laughs> and, and they this, probably think they know you too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, and you talk to people like, you know, Hey, I'm glad to see you yeah, today. Yeah. I've missed you. Yeah. You know, and and they're at home. You know, it's it's interesting to me because you wouldn't think that that should be so unique. And I mean, I'm glad that it is that mm -hmm. you guys are able to give that. But we feel the same way, kind of in the automotive mm -hmm. business and with people coming mm -hmm. in. They compliment our customer service, and we're like. We don't understand. This is just how you do business, isn't yes. it? But it isn't how everybody does business. Right, mm -hmm. right. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's very good. Mm -hmm. So who taught you how to cook like this? I mean, I, did you learn this on the bus? No, no. <laughs> no I, grew up, I grew up, there was barbecue business in the, in the family growing up. And I was, uh, uh, you know, go, go for Go for this, go for that, yeah. you know, and soon as and, I got And out, where was this Kentucky. that you grew up? Okay, in, Kentucky. In, in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, that's where I grew up, in western Kentucky. And uh, I didn't care for it, really. So when, <laughs> you got so, away. So as soon as I got out of right, soon as I got out of high school, I joined the army. I said, I can, yeah. I can, I can avoid this. Yeah, know? right. And, <laughs> and look how it sucks you back and, in. And it caught up with me yeah. in Arco, Idaho, of all places. Isn't and that great? It is. So you came with a skill set that you had learned as a kid. Mm -hmm. And is that what we get to enjoy today with your food? Absolutely, of course, you know, it, it, like anything, it, uh, what you learn, you, you improve on, you add your own uh, twist and mm -hmm. such, and then you come up with your own unique product. Yeah, there, you know? so is this all in your head? Like, is this a secret? Ah, uh, for the most part, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the Pentagon has its secrets, and you know, barbecue has its <laughs> And Lloyd's secrets, got yeah. his. Yeah, so you know. We yeah. totally respect that. <laughs> but you're going to have to share those eventually so mm. that they don't just go away, right? Well, yeah, you right. You got it. Absolutely. <laughs> so you talk about um, you guys serve soul food. What is that? What is soul food, Loretta? Um, soul food is... Let me answer. Oh, okay. Go, go, go for it. Okay, here is the deal. You know, growing up, growing up uh, in the South, and growing up in the South, and uh, you know, sharecropping, which never was a share to share. Uh, but you know, you you raised your big garden. You uh, killed your own animals, raised and killed your own animals and stuff, and and so. You took, um, a lot of times you took leftovers or what you could buy for, for cheap, which nobody else wanted. Okay. And then you made 
you put a little love and special spices in yeah. that, and you just turned it into a something people love. Something mm -hmm. that yeah. people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about pig feet and pig ears and pig tail and things like that. Mm -hmm. That were awesome. No, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. I don't yeah. know. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it just to die for food. Uh, once you've experienced it, you know. Uh, and you know you could get these. You could go to the packing plants and for ten cents a pound, you could you could take away as much as you could drag. You know, wow. back then, yeah. you know. So yeah. chicken feet, you ever? You you go to Walmart. There's chicken feet. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, I've never eaten them. Yeah, I have to tell you, my son lived in South Africa for a couple of years while he served an LDS mission, and mm -hmm. he ate smiley. Do you know what smiley is? No, sheep head. Oh. Okay. Their eyeballs and everything. Really? So I think you get pretty creative. Yeah, when yeah, you've yeah, got, yeah. And So th that's never been a part of the cuisine yeah. mm -hmm. for you, sheephead. Not sheephead. Mm -hmm. Hoghead cheese. <laughs> Hoghead cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. soul food comes from yeah. how you have to put this love and this whatever yeah. it is into this food. And you know what? And, and, the, and the part of it, too, is you go to the field and you work all day and... Um, you come in and you're hungry, you know, and yeah. and I think the uh, just because you worked all day and you have this appetite that it it the food is just more delightful, more de delectable. Yeah. Because uh, all day you toiled and now you go and you sit and you just dig in and it's just so cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that yeah. we can relate to that. I mean, that having mm -hmm. that feeling and mm -hmm. the food just tasting so mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. delightful. Uh-huh. Lloyd, you, you know, as you were telling that story, I kind of heard, obviously, your culture and your background a little bit. And I can't help but think about um, a black business owner in East Idaho. Mm -hmm. How... How did that work for you? How, were you received well in East Idaho? How has that cultural difference been for you being here? Clearly, mm -hmm. it's you know you've been here for twenty five years. Is right. that how long? Uh -huh. In business yeah. for twenty five years. So, yeah. talk to me a little bit about that. It's been um, it's been interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now, you know we. Uh, did Loretta tell the story about the kids, what the kids would have to say when they came in, for when the principal from the elementary school would bring the kids in and things the kids would say, you know? Well, you know um, when we were in Urco, we did this little thing called uh, Lunch Bunch, you know, and my reasoning for doing that is that I wanted to teach the kids' etiquettes, you know, and when I went to college, um, we, I had this one etiquette program, and I thought, awesome, you yeah. know, but we need to start teaching young, and so I talked to the principal of the elementary school, and so it, for the kids, it was a reward to come into grandpa's and have lunch and learn etiquettes oh, and, and stuff, and, uh, you know, and, and so the kids were excited because they'd never tasted food like this, you know, and, um, you know, and, and, and you know, it, it's like they work to get back to grandpa's. Because they loved it. Because they loved the food. And, you know, and so many times, Miss Renee, so many times parents would come in with their little kids and, oh, well, they're really picky and they're not going to eat, you know, but the kids would eat the barbecue and the parents are like, oh, we've never seen this before. You know, so it, um, I don't know. The, it, it, the thing, the kids would say things like, our parents said the food is not good. Our parents yeah. said, <laughs> you know, kids honest, you know. And right. so they would tell their Yeah, you what knew, heard. You knew yeah. the conversations that were happening at home. Yeah. Right, right. the kids right. were yeah. telling mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we didn't have... A great deal, of course, you know, not a great deal of people, but we had some local support. Mm -hmm. uh, we did have some great local support. Mm -hmm. We have to admit mm -hmm. that. Uh, but it was travelers that really uh, supported mm -hmm. us. I, you know. I didn't see your color so much. Yeah. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it was the travelers 
that I think that really encouraged some of the local people. Yeah, yeah to not mm -hmm. be scared. It, it, right, right. Mm -hmm. And what you know what, Renee, and 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 that it is a good description because when we first got the art code, I mean we were one of, there there had been some other black people that had lived or passed through, mm -hmm. but we were the first family that had come mm -hmm. in and, and stayed. Yeah. yeah. Right? Got yes. involved in the community. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think for all of us, mm -hmm. it, it was an experience. You all know? of us. Right. And it, yeah. it was an experience, you know, for me and the kids, you know, that, you know, okay, I've got, I felt like, oh, I got to protect my babies. Well, that, you know, that was going to be my next question. Mm -hmm. So how did you navigate, especially as a mother, your children in this school where they're looking at people who are different than them? They didn't know what to do with that. You know, they, so, so awesome. It was so awesome. Uh, Danielle, our daughter, got off of the bus one day and she had just tears in her eyes. And I was like, what's the matter? She says, nothing. And I said, who said something to you? She said, nobody. I said, well, why are you about to cry? <laughs> the and team? she says, well, why does everybody look at me like I'm different? And I was like, oh, baby girl, because you are. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. You, you, this is a good you know, thing. <laughs> yeah. And I said, honey, I said, a lot of these people, adults and kids, and especially the kids, they've never seen a black person before. And she says, well, where have they been all of their lives? You know, and, you know, and I was like, girl, they've been right here. You know, and, and so what, with the help of my sister-in-law who lived in Boise, Lloyd's sister, what we did was we put on a black history program for the school because mm -hmm. I thought it was, it, it would help all yeah, of us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you know, and so we talked about the things that interest the kids, like, can we touch your hair? You can today, but normally, no, you can't yeah, right. because that's not what we do to right. other people. And, you know, when, you know, and, and the kids always wanted to touch my kids' skin to see what it was like. And it was like, we don't do that yeah. to people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and so we did that for a couple of years, you know, just talking about, you know, the thing, mostly the things that we had in common. Yeah, mm -hmm. congratulations. You know, mm -hmm. that, hey, y'all, we, we all do the same thing. Yeah. You know, you, my, my kids learn just like you all. Was it you know? a surprise to you when you came to ARCO that you would be so different, that you would be treated so differently? Or did you kind of know that that was what you were getting? Uh, yeah. Yeah. ARCO itself was just a surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a Lloyd, tiny Lloyd, Lloyd had already been over. He had already picked out a house because mm -hmm. he knew where he was going to drive from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we got when he got us and got us the article, it was dark and it was dusty. And I'm just going, oh my where God! Where are you moving us to? Yes, Lord. <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so we drove through Arco, but we came to Idaho Falls. You know, bonked with my sister-in-law the next day, went back to Arco, and it's like, ah! <laughs> Well, Loretta, good for you for bucking up and she, just being that. She grew, she grew a little in Arco. I, 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 I don't know how you wouldn't. Oh, girl, I tell people all the time, I grew up, I grew up in Arco. You know, um, but you know what? It, it turned out to be a good place to raise the kids, you know, um, to to meet people through Grandpa's Barbecue, we literally met people from all over the world. Oh yeah, all that sounds all like you did. Over the world. Yeah, we kept yeah. we, we kept uh, guest guest registers during those days, and we literally people from all over the world are in it. You were like little rock stars in that town. Girl, yeah, <laughs> John.
like even my dad or my mom probably ate that. My mom was like, mm, yeah, no, we're not no, gonna have no, that. No, because you know, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of on the prissy end. I, I think she just raised all of us like that, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, I was raised in the city. Yeah. Um, my mom was like an amazing cook, absolutely mm. amazing. And so she and so let here me you be are. in the kitchen, yeah. you know, with yeah. her and my passion. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about that. Lloyd, you, are you more around the barbecue mm -hmm. stuff and yes. you're more around the baked goods mm -hmm. and, and, and the other cooking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sides and Side stuff. Dishes. Yes, uh -huh. yes, yes. Uh -huh. So this is a perfect marriage, mm -hmm. the two of you yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do have to just tell you, Loretta, my mother, my parents had a fish farm in Mackey, just below oh, the dam. okay. And my mom, yeah, isn't that fun? My mom refused to move out there. She lived here <laughs> and my dad had to come back and forth. So I, I think I can appreciate where you're coming from because uh -huh. she was at the time, she's like, mm -hmm. I, I have to have, a, I have to have a grocery store and some other things. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So. Talk to me a little bit about, you talked about your family. How have they been involved in the business over the years, and are they still? No, no. This Just you is guys. strictly us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is strictly us. Well, and, you, you know, his sister, his sister owned a barbecue restaurant, and, and, and it's hard, to me, it's hard to exclude family. Mm -hmm. You know, girl, because she would come over, and she'd advise you? She would. She would advise me. And you know what, Renee? You, she taught me how to use a spatula. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. To, mm -mm, she was like, you get that spatula and you get everything out of the bowl because if you don't, you're wasting pennies and those pennies, you know. And even so today, what do I teach my employees? Same thing. Well, you're going to yeah. use a spatula because yeah. you're wasting money. Yeah. With your, and you your know? kids probably all learned that oh, very well. Oh, and you know what? <laughs> and, and my kids were, oh, girl, they were amazing when, and they, they all they all started young. And you have three you know? kids. Three kids. Yeah, so, yes, But none of them are in the business. Uh, Corey and, well, Corey and Danielle, well, all three of them worked when we were in Arco. Yeah. They all three worked in the business, um, all three, I mean, they learned to. They had to. They had to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what, but what it's taught them, my kids are amazing, amazing young people yeah. today. Yeah. And they, you know, as they grew, they would go work for other people. Well, they probably have great work ethics. They, they I, do. I mean, that's one of the things, children from people who have businesses, my, my dad had a dry cleaning plant and a bunch of other things, but, and then my husband, you know, growing up in the automotive industry, we just have this work ethic, mm -hmm. I think, that mm -hmm. is a little unique. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. So yes. I can appreciate where your kids are coming from. Yes, I, yes. Kind of raised and, there, too. Uh, you know, and, you know, and so they were always involved in the business. Danielle, you know, uh, she's studying for her master's degree, you know, but she comes out here and work, you mm -hmm. know, every yeah. day. And yeah. uh, Corey, you know, he you know, on the sideline is helping us. And um, yeah, so it, 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 it's been awesome yeah, that's to, to have them. You know, and when the grandbabies come over, they're learning right. to, to work mm -hmm. in that's the business. That's right, you know, so, right. Yeah. And Corey has like seven of those, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and and then, you know, like the, the baby girl, you know, little baby Zion, you know, she, what is she, six, seven? You know, so she's always in the kitchen. Oh, I Big love mama, it. It's so fun. Are, are, are we doing pies today? Oh. Are we doing pies today? And, you know, that so, makes me smile. No, oh, and, and I love it. I love it. When I mix up the pie dough, she knows how to roll it. I'm telling she you. She knows how to put it in the pan. That's a skill. You know, yes, ma'am. Can I come over so you can teach me? Girl, anytime. Because <laughs> okay. that is the skill that I never was interested in. Okay, so talk to me a little bit. Things are really different for restaurants right now since we're in the middle of our stay-at-home order. Um, have you ever experienced anything like this? Was your slowdown in ARCO anywhere comparative to what you guys are facing right now? And what are you doing to keep your business going? Um, first of all, I need to digress for a minute. Okay. I do, because when we were on West, when we were in the building here on Broadway, we were up further up Broadway with Papa Murphy's Pizza. We shared that building. And one morning we got a call, the police department, there was a fire that someone had started. They had, yeah. They in your had, restaurant? At the back of the restaurant. 
Oh my goodness. Somebody that was delivering newspapers early in the morning saw the blazes. Oh, thank goodness. And called the fire department. And uh, so somebody had took a chunk of wood soaked in some kind of liquid and, and so intentionally set and, this oh, fire. Oh, it was intentional. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because of you. Mm -hmm. Because of that you're a black business owner. Yes. Oh my uh -huh. goodness. Wow. And uh, that was uh, uh, even in Arco where I would have kind of, you know, suspected that kind of behavior from someone out there, but in Idaho Falls, I gave people a little bit more credit. I, uh, but that was shocking. It, it was very shocking. Sure. Extremely shocking. Mm -hmm. It's it, shocking to me. I get it that I don't understand, but you know, probably I'm blind to a whole lot that's going on. Mm -hmm. But that surprises me terribly. Like, are you kidding? That you know, we're not more inclusive than this. Yeah. Two thousand and two. And are you, so how do you feel like that has changed? Do you feel like that we, we have evolved? I, I believe that because it made the newspapers, it made the headlines. So I think it was kind of educational for the community. I think it kind of opened people's eyes. To see. We were targeted. See, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, but since then, there's been no, no other overt uh, actions or misbehaviors, you know. Okay, well, we are in the restaurant. That's why that phone's ringing. So that's a good thing that mm. the phone's ringing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, well, I am, yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine going through, being a business owner is hard enough, mm -hmm. and then you add the, the added stress and pressure that you guys have had with, okay. with, with those kind of challenges. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Uh, and see, one of the things, at the time, I didn't have insurance. Oh, no. Well, but it was a blessing because the detective from the police department, that was his first question, do you have insurance? I said, well, no. It's because that would have uh, opened up the question, well, was it a deliberately oh, set fire yeah. to collect that insurance? So cleared you, know, because you guys that happens, right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that happens all the time with restaurants. So, you know. So on one hand, it was good because it cleared you guys from mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah. I understand. That's mm -hmm. what definitely happens. Yeah. Okay, so talk to me about business these days, business especially these days. in our coronavirus world. Well, you know, in this coronavirus world, we have been doing well, okay? We're doing well. A lot of our customers who are um, accustomed to coming on a regular basis are kind of you know, um, inconvenienced, but they're still supportive. Oh, good. Okay, they're still yeah, supportive, and, and other people are showing up also. So good. Uh, we've had, all of our staff, of course, are on. Uh, Been furloughed for mm -hmm. now, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and, and they're pretty happy, some of them are happy with that, <laughs> you know. Have a little time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just you two. You're it's cooking just, all the food and doing everything and, right now. And our daughter, mm -hmm. and then uh, our goddaughter uh, lives with us. So she's 17. So she comes down and yeah. and work. You know, but we've had to be, you know, creative. You know, um, we were closed on Monday, so now we're closed Monday and Tuesday, just because we we needed um, even with with it being just us four, we still needed to cut the hours, yeah. you know, a yeah. little bit, because otherwise we were just like, just down Can't here. Keep up on and, and yeah, mm -hmm. and you know, because we still have home yeah. and other things that we're involved in. So um, we cut a day and then um, we cut our hours to where mm -hmm. we're closing at seven. Now, do, you, do you think that this is going to affect you going forward? Will you guys be able to pick up from where you left off when we weren't in quarantine? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, I, was, I had some reluctance at first because I said, you know, uh, this thing might have a, a lasting effect uh, and carry on yeah. for, for months. And it will for some people because they'll, they'll be a little reluctant to come out. But then there are also people who are going to suffer from cabin fever. They've suffered cabin fever. And I mean, like, 
Yeah, and they would definitely be showing up as soon as uh, the doors open. And yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and, and so I, I, I'm in, in my mind, I'm thinking that we're going to be able to, you know, gear back up. You know, uh, when things first started getting slow, you know, I was, you know, it, I, I kept going, why are things so slow? What is going? And it's like, oh yeah, the coronavirus, yeah. you know. And yeah. so, were scared. yeah, mm -hmm. yes, ma'am. And you know, in in you know, so there were a couple of months where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to do payroll? And and we did have to come out of our come out of our own pockets, you mm -hmm. know, to yeah. cover right. you know business right. expenses, right. you know? And so, you know, when he says, yes, we are doing well, you know, for what we have to work with, we are doing. You're managing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but you know, but we've had to, you know, come out of, go dig into our savings to cover business mm -hmm. expenses yeah. and, you know, and. Well, thankfully, um, you know, some of us have a little bit of that reserve. I feel so much for these businesses, especially sole proprietors, mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our hair technicians and our nail yes. technicians. I mean, people who don't maybe have the depths that mm -hmm. they can pull mm -hmm. from. I, mm -hmm. I, uh, there's a lot of worry in our business community about us. So I'm so glad to hear you guys are, mm -hmm. you know, one day at a time. We're going to yes. all get through yes. this. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yeah. yeah that's and, good. You know, uh, people also, once this is passed, people are going to say, you know, and I hear, I hear this a lot. Well, I've heard about your restaurant. Never came. I've heard about it. You hear that all the time. There, there are people who say, I'm, now I'm going. Yeah, I think you're right. Go. I yeah. think you're right. Mm -hmm. Well, and I have seen your, you know, your business promoted in different ways with some of the you know, like the COVID-19 food to go. There's a group that's mm -hmm. around that that came and visited with you. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that that's hopefully going to be for several businesses that maybe yes. we just didn't work quite mm -hmm. aware of them being mm -hmm. who they are. So, yes. yeah, let's hope there's a silver lining to all of this yeah. stuff. Yes. Okay, so I always like to ask this question because I hear your story and I hear about the challenges that you're having or have had. When you were trying to build the business, did you ever have feelings of doubt and wonder, what the heck am I doing? Why did I decide to do this? Oh, girl, for two years. <laughs> for two years. So how did you get through that? Like, what was it that every day you were like, nope, we're going to keep going? Uh, it, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, I was so absolutely, incredibly reluctant. Bought the little house, agreed to uh, sign the contract to buy the little house that was the wrong house, wrong building, had to remodel it. So it took two years wow. to remodel it and just reluctant the whole time. There's no black folks in, black folks eat barbecue. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But there ain't no black folks around. <laughs> who's going to eat my food? Yeah, who's going <laughs> to eat my food? Yeah. 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 And uh, luckily, Loretta worked for a short spell as a park ranger at the Craters of the Moon. And uh, so, you know, they were, people would ask about food, so it's because uh, Craters didn't have, only had vending machines. They don't have nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when they came in out of fall, uh, to, uh, to the what name, the rangers would tell them, well, you might want to try our uh, grandpa's. Uh, they'd tell them grandpa's and pickles are in, yeah. in there. Yeah, You know, and so, but see, we had the, Barbecue, one thing about barbecue, all right, here's an example. The airport is two miles west of Arco. Arco Airport is two okay. miles west. Okay. I had guys on motorcycle come in one day, and they said, as soon as we pass the airport, we could smell barbecue. See, barbecue has that kind of calling. How fun is that? Yeah. And, and that was one of the things that I knew that were always in, the, in my mind. It, it was like... A, a little treasure that was back in, in stored in my back, back of my mind that barbecue, barbecue announces itself and it does it very boastfully. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're you know? right. You're right. So, so it, it, it's a calling, and and so there was going to be somebody coming through that would recognize that, and people will follow that <laughs> aroma. And yeah, well, and I'm sitting here watching the. Barbecue. What is? What do you call yeah, it? That's the smoker. The smoker. Yeah, yeah. smoker mm -hmm. out there right now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, how, you can't help but smell that. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, 
what advice do you have? Like when you think about people going into business or maybe looking at taking the same risks that you did, what advice do you have for people who might be interested in starting their own restaurant or just their own business? Get all the right information because there are a lot of agencies that you're going to have to face and you want to know in advance who they are yeah. and what they require. Yeah. Because so you're talking like Department of Health and, and those kind department of... Department uh -huh. of, yeah, Health, Department of Labor, Department of uh, Commerce, uh, and other departments that I'm not going to even think yeah, about, yeah. but they are there. All the I, business stuff yeah. that you just have to have. It's not just as easy as cooking your favorite meal and then serving it. No, and, uh -huh. and, and unfortunately, I'm glad you asked that question because people have magnificent ideas and they have a few dollars and they said, ooh, I want to do this, and they set out to do it, not knowing that there are all of these tentacles yeah. There that they're going to have to deal with. Right. And, you know, Renee, that's something else that I would add to that, that I would tell people, and I tell young people this all the time when they come in, they're talking about business. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, write the vision and make it plain. You know, yes, and yes. so I tell them all of the time, write your dream down, mm -hmm. you know, break it down into steps where you can look at it and say, yes, I'm going to go for it. And then, you know, as you're dreaming and putting your, implementing your dream, there's going to be somebody that will come along and say, hey, what are you doing? And because I have it written down, it's like this yeah, is right. what I'm this doing. Is yeah, and they can read that dream mm -hmm. and they can, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy into this. Yeah, exactly. You know? How has it been for you two as a couple? Um, I know, and I'm speaking from experience because Kevin and I are, you know, business owners together, mm -hmm. and that's not always the easiest thing. Oh, yeah. We don't always see eye to eye. Go to fit, go figure. Right. So, yeah. how have you guys been as far as your um, business owners and marriage? How has that worked? When he first started business, when he told me I want to open a barbecue business, I was like, okay, baby, that's your dream. Go for it. You know, and. <laughs> Pretty much like his thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, do you? And, you know, because then I was like the assistant principal of Butte High School and, and just doing, you know, all this fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you were doing your own thing. Yeah, too. girl, and loving it, you know, and being mama and, you know, and loving that. And it was like, okay. And then this is how he broke to me in. <laughs> he was like, can you just come make some desserts? <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, it's like, okay. And, um, you know, and um, so I started making desserts, potato salad, but it, it was so, it was, it, it was just amazing that um, people would come in and, and they would eat the food. And, and, and one lady, young lady, she came in and she was like, well, I want to taste your potato salad. Okay. okay. And she said, I don't eat potato salad, but people keep telling me that yours is good. Okay, so I gave her potato salad, and you know, as long as we were in Arco, she would come in once a week and get her quart of potato That's salad. That's awesome. You know, she loved it. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and so just to take, and, and, and I don't know, it, it kind of connected me with, with my family, because living, when we moved to Arco, that was my, you know, I've been away for, taken away from my family, you know, my friends, so I'm in this place where, you know, I'm the only black woman and girl, ooh, I was mad about it, Renee, but, you know, but then be able to go in. She called it Egypt. And, <laughs> and, and cook. Where have you taken me? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? It, it reminded me, because a lot of the recipes, like the potato salad recipe, that's what I grew up on. Yeah, you it, know? it grounded you back yeah, to your- it, it Yeah, it did, and it just helped me to, like, reconnect connect with home. I love it. You know, so, it's you know, and, and so when people come in and they taste the food and they're going, oh, this tastes like home, I know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. You know, yeah. so. Well, I love that. I think that that I can really resonate with that when we have our own purpose, especially uh -huh. in the business and you, you have your track and uh -huh. you've got your track uh -huh. and it can work out really well. Yes. Yeah, we just stay in our lanes and 
and just advice. Right, and again, <laughs> I think that's what I've had to learn to do. You know, this is this is me yep. right here, and then you know, let him you got know. his thing. Yeah. Well, guys, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? I appreciate your story so much, and so I want to give you a moment. Is there anything else you'd like to share about your story? Well, you know, um, here is, as far as starting, make sure that you have your ducks in a row because it is very disheartening to have the sheriff walk in one day and with somebody from the city office and they take all your cash out of your cash drawer, okay? Did this happen to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. See, Why? Because we didn't have all the information. Oh, no. We weren't, we weren't connected uh, like we should have been. We didn't have all the information we needed, and then when they said, okay, uh, we're coming for taxes, and what you got in your cash drawer, we Oh, want. my gosh. You know, so that kind of thing happens. Yeah, do your homework. Yeah, do your homework. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's awful. That's, yeah. That sounds like a terrible thing to have happen. <laughs> I'm sure you learn from those kind of oh, things. Oh, you do. Too. Oh, absolutely. But you, you know, I, I think what, um, what I enjoy is that not only do people come in just to eat, but, and, and this is the part that I miss where people come in to say, hey, I just needed to talk or, yeah. you yeah. know, Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's like, okay, well, I'm glad, I, you know, not, I mean, I'm not a counselor or anything. You, you know, are. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you are. <laughs> you, know? you treat, your treatment you know? is food. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know, and when people come in, you know, to talk and there, there's one young lady and it's like, oh, I just miss her because, you know, she'll, she'll come in and, oh, Miss Loretta, I just needed to talk. And, and then she started bringing her friends in and, you know, it. when, and, um, <laughs> You know, so it's like, so it's it's not just a food business. Yeah. No, you know, it's about it, people. It, it's a people mm. business. Yeah. And, you know, and to everybody, to everybody that has supported us, it's like, thank you, yeah. you know, because, you know, we need you all yeah. too. Mm -hmm. and, and I want people to know, you know, that we appreciate mm -hmm. you all, mm -hmm. you know. and Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it's a mutual admiration society because they love you, mm -hmm. and so it's it's good. And I mm -hmm. just really appreciate both appreciate both of you guys. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for being on the show today and for mm -hmm. sharing your story of perseverance and persistence. Mm -hmm. You're both truly an example um, of, and it's inspiring to hear how you've overcome the challenges and you've thrived despite mm -hmm. the odds being against you. Um, we're fortunate to have you serving our community buttermilk pie and excellent barbecue. Um, and we are anxiously awaiting that day that we can enjoy your soul food in your dining room with you guys again. All right. So All right. thanks. Thank Fantastic. you. As a reminder, this show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair with locations in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. We're open and our family is ready to take care of you and your family, especially during this time when transportation is so critical. So stay safe and come see us if we can be assist of assistance. Now stay tuned for the Business Leadership Moment. It's now time for a Business Leadership Moment on East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Hello guys, welcome to the Business Leadership Moment. This segment is brought to you by RiseCon. RiseCon is East Idaho Business Conference held every November. And man, I hope that in November we will have this coronavirus behind us and we will be able to meet together and enjoy learning from all of the great speakers and from each other at that event. They also have a sister event called RiseX, and RiseX is done monthly. Uh, it's recently been being done virtually. So it's great if you haven't had an opportunity to attend because you've been, you know, caught up or whatever has happened. This is a great time to get in on one of those RiseX events. So please check it out. You can do risex.io or idahorisecon.com. So today, I just wanted to ask you, um, have you been the person since we've been doing remote meetings on Zoom that has been bumbling around, or maybe people are mad at you because you didn't get a project finished on time, um, you might have made a big client mad because you weren't willing to make an exception during these times, 
Um, and people are ticked off at you because you messed up. Have you ever been in that position where you have all the fingers pointed at you and you're told what you should have done and people are so busy shooting on you that they don't even hear what they're doing. But, you know, that's a kind of a terrible place to be in. But I'll give you the answer of, as to how to handle it. I think a lot of times we want to defend ourselves and explain uh, all of the excuses and reasons why things have happened that way. But the best way to diffuse that and to move on is to say, you're right. And how often do we do that? But it really is the simplest, quickest, and most effective way to diffuse shame and blame and um, wallow in the mistake or shortcoming. Um, You just acknowledge what is true. And, you know, saying that you're right, don't argue, don't offer excuses, don't blame someone else, don't deny it. Um, If you can acknowledge this just as you would any other fact, then it diffuses all of the other people and all of the things that they want to do to you. It's the best chance of stopping an avalanche of that finger pointing and lying and gossip and wasted time. And y'all know what I'm talking about because we live it. We live it in all of our environments. So it stops it from you being having to be sucked into it. And also all of the non-productive time that happens around everyone else pointing fingers at you. So in other words, be accountable. You know, that's my favorite thing. Um, If you can own it and then come with a solution or being ready for some feedback about, you know, here's what what I think we can do to fix this for next time, or here's what I'm willing to do. Um, And I'm happy to learn from you all if you have other ideas, but don't let them get caught up in the finger pointing and blaming. So being responsible, you know, it, it stops the blame game and it creates forward motion. It gets everybody going and hopefully it changes the focus from you're a horrible monster and how dare you do these things to here's what we need to do next. And people are on board realizing we just need to move forward. So, you know, they still might be annoyed with you. What you did is annoying after all, because you, you know, you may have dropped the ball, but at least you can learn from it, own it and do better next time. So just wanted to put that thought in your head. Um, I have been on a lot of Zoom calls lately, and so this this was particularly um, of interest to me. I can be kind of judgy, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being that way because I'm not really any better at those things than anyone else. But when I'm on successfully, then it you know I feel like I have I've completed a task, and so um, I just want I just want you to know that we've all been in the situation where we have not done things perfectly, whether that be a project, whether that be bumbling around on on zoom whether that's letting down a customer whatever it is so just own it guys and it really will help you move forward even though it sounds contradictory it's the best thing that you can do okay i hope the best for all of you um stay safe and we'll be through this soon if we all work together so take care and we will see you next week Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com